Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What's goody, Hot breath verse? Welcome back to the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers. This is Hot Breath. And we are on a mission to cultivate the next generation of great comics. And today's episode is a highlight from our monthly contest we do. Every single month in our Patreon, we do a monthly contest where the winner gets 100 bucks and an interview on Hot Breath Podcast. And this winner is a repeat winner. Our guest today is one of the most active writers in the Hot breath verse. He's always in the Right 10 Club. He's always in the feedback mics. He's always hitting the shows live. He's always helping out other comics as well. And he's here to share his entire process for how he is able to win again at this monthly contest where you are challenged with a secret theme to then create a brand new 90-second set based on that theme in just seven days. If that's something that sounds like it would help your writing, if you're struggling with generating new ideas, if you're struggling with writer's block, or how to even create new material in this crazy COVID time, go join our Patreon. Join this month's contest. It is going on right now as you are listening to this. So the sooner you join, the sooner you get the theme, and the sooner you can start to write and really start creating new material that you're able to use not only in this contest, but on stage and beyond. So go forth, enjoy this episode. We're going to open up with his winning set, and then we'll ease into the live interview we did in our free Facebook group where we also do the Right 10 Club every day as well. If you'd like to write a new joke every day, that's the place to be. And we will see you in the outro with a very special breaking news just for yous. But until then, there is only one thing left to do, and that is inhale a hot breath with Adam Mueller. Someone recently told me that I come across as confident. Someone recently told me that I come across as confident, and at first I was surprised. But then I realized, oh, oh, they don't know what goes on up here. <laughs> right? People mistake confidence for just being loud and having opinions. <laughs> they don't know that when I walk by a mirror, all I see is a guy with glasses and maybe three more years of natural erections. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know? there's a difference between being confident and like putting on airs, right? Like I once knew this like six foot tall, ambitious, in your face, successful businesswoman. And then someone mentioned fat ankles and she crumbled. <laughs> her cankles were her Achilles heel. <laughs> Everyone's got an insecurity. That's my point. You know, and some people are like, oh, you know, self affirmations. Yeah. Self affirmations are supposed to help build you, help you build confidence. I can say I'm awesome in the mirror all I want. I'm still looking at this face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see why that helps. Um, I don't know. Recently, I bumped into a guy that I'd met several times, uh, and I couldn't remember his name. And then he looked at me in the eyes, and he said, I'm sorry, I've forgotten your name. It's the most confident thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I've gone years just calling people buddy or sport, you know? 
this guy just he just asked me it never even occurred to me that you could do that <laughs> and at the end of the conversation he was like hey it's good to see you adam and i was like later buddy thank you everybody. you've done it again man like what what what's going on over there adam what's what's going on with all this consistency killing Ooh. you're doing yeah, i'd like to thank the academy um <laughs> Oh, it was a great, it was a really fun theme. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways to go. Um, I'm still thinking about Johnny's joke about the airplane and the party. That oh was, my. Yeah, dude. So such a relatable, perfect analogy. Yeah. Um, but that no, was a fun, it was fun. Cause as soon as you say confident, you think of insecure and then you can go in so many different directions and, um, Everyone has insecurities. Everyone has things they're confident about. So it was really fun. And uh, and I got a kick out of doing it on some Zoom shows and then trying to find 90 seconds consecutively that I could use. Yeah, you you had normally posted them just as like a, self, like a self-taping, but did you take, were you working it out on Zoom a lot more this time around? Um, funny enough, I probably did it on Zoom less this time oh. than before. Um, I just managed to get one. I got like, I had like a three minute chunk and I was doing a zoom show, I think with the fr Friday night and I did a couple minutes and it was like a decent crowd. So I was like, Oh, I'll just do all the confidence stuff and see what happens. Um, and I hadn't even really sorted out exactly the order or what, it, and I just did it. It was about three minutes and I went back after and I was like, okay, I can take the first 90 seconds or the second 90 seconds. Yeah just the way that the jokes were split up and, uh, and, and that what, what everyone saw was the last 90 seconds. Dude, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Trent just said, Adam looks like he's dropping off Joel at prep school. <laughs> that's a good one, Trent. <laughs> so where did, where did you, yeah. How, how did, how did you wear a condom, Joel? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were a mistake, Joel. Yeah. My dad did tell me that once he, he told me that all three of my siblings were not planned. And I was like, oh, that's oh, wow. why you left. Okay. You plan to leave though. Okay. That makes sense. But uh, anyway, it was on a phone call. It wasn't in person. It wasn't a holiday. So we didn't see each other in person. But um, just, no, don't worry about my daddy issues. That's by the way, that's why the video quality was, uh, wasn't great. Cause I, it was, it was, since it wasn't intending to be the submission necessarily, mm -hmm. it was like grid view on zoom is the video I had. Yeah. Or it's like, I don't want to, sh I can't, I got to zoom in on it. And then you lose all the uh, resolution. Didn't lose the the jokes though. It was all, yeah, I felt still. it looked, it looked good enough. You know, I yeah, look better. Was... I look better in that resolution. So it works. <laughs> <laughs> so where did, where did you start with it? I mean, you immediately went, you're like, okay, confident. And then you went to insecure, like is almost immediately where your brain went to like the opposite. So like, how did you start to write and really how'd you create the set from beginning to end? Well, I got really into this idea of like, what's the difference between um, like confidence and a lack of self-awareness? Oh, yeah. And are they the same thing? And I, I played around with that for a long time. And a lot of those jokes just kind of came out of tangents of that. And then, um, you know, I've done jokes in the past about feeling kind of insecure and, and, and not being confident. And I've gotten feedback from some people saying like, you know, th those are good jokes, but like they don't, you seem so confident that they don't work. No one believes you. Uh -huh. And I thought well, that was interesting. And it's like, and then I was like, ah, oh, because no one knows what's going on up here. And that's where that, and I was thinking about that. That's where that came from. 
trying to like because I was trying to write like almost trying to explain what goes on like a lot of comedy is trying to explain your thought process about something because that's what makes it personal and original no one else is in your head we're all talking about a lot of the same things I mean this contest we're all talking about confident but all three of those submissions were totally different yeah because we're all you know we all experience in the world like through our own unique like lens um so that's and then I was thinking about like who who are some confident people are they really confident um and it just like oh I probably wrote 10 minutes and then it happened to do three of it on that one mic and it went well and I was like okay there's I'll have just have to find which 90 seconds of that to submit Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, you wrote 10 minutes to get 90 seconds. I think that's that's yeah. super valuable for oh, people yeah. to hear as well. And some of it I'll go back to. Like some of it I think I could easily end up with three to five minutes of, of you know, stage-worthy material. And a lot of it also ties into other stuff I have. I actually also, the Confident was great because I also figured out a few jokes that I've been sitting on for years oh, that I yeah. didn't. And and when I started thinking about confident, I was like, oh wait, that's the subtext of that joke that I couldn't. And I went back to it. It's not in the submission because it's sort of an old joke, but like I managed to fix a few things and get some stuff working better because I realized what I was talking about was confidence or insecurity, and I didn't realize that when I wrote the joke. Yeah, it really like fit. It really fit, and that's um. Well, people like the three more years of natural erections, and like the not what's going on up here. But I feel like that does really fit with your performance because you do sound confident and you look confident like when you perform. Mm. So the inverse actually being you don't know what's going on up here. That almost seemed it seemed like a rich, like a rich contrast. Kind of like, I mean, me dabbing mm. or whatever. Like, it's just like you don't expect it when you look at someone. And that seemed to be a great like way to surprise people with that point of view that you live. It's, it was really interesting. Yeah, and I think look, everyone has everyone's insecure. Even the 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 people that seem the most put together have. If you if you really got inside their head, they're insecure about something. Yep. Um, to me, that the cankles thing is just such a relatable <laughs> concept. Everyone's got something. Even the most like people that seem the most secure. You know, and and whatever the, whatever their insecurity is, it may seem absurd to the rest of us, but to them, it's this like massive thing. Right. And I mean, that's what kind of what bullying is. It's trying to figure out what that person's cankles is and then hit them with it. What was your favorite joke? Of mine? Yeah. Uh, I loved the, the closing joke, which was amazing because it was um, the idea of like, because I do that when I, I don't, if I don't remember someone's name and it goes too long, <laughs> I just don't ask because I'm like, I know I'm supposed to know and I feel terrible and I'll just find ways around it. Um, yep. and I was actually, I went to an outdoor show during that week and was walking to a car with a couple comics and we're just chatting. And I said that and then like ran home to write it down. Uh -huh. so that, just, that just, that one wasn't like, that's rare for me. Usually a lot of the stuff is like, I'm sitting at my desk, I'm writing, I'm like riffing in my own head. This was a conversation with other comics. And I think I said something like, well, you know, I think the most confident thing you can do is like, when you don't know someone's name and you just ask them and yeah. they started kind of giggling. I was like, Oh, that would work. Perfect. That's a, that's so true. Um, and actually since the version I taped, I've been continually working on that joke and it's actually, I think far better than what you heard now. Oh, that's awesome. There's some more punches in it. 
Um, I got a line like, I have, my neighbor thinks that I nicknamed him Ace, <laughs> but I just don't know his name. <laughs> so you bring in other people, for... you start to stretch it out with more. Yeah, questions. it's like, right. Because I was like, oh, you know, the, I've spent, the, the line I've spent years calling someone sport or buddy, I was like, well, make that more specific. Who? And then, you know, make a list of 10 different people you interact with that you don't know their names. And, and pick a few that can work in the joke. Because it's such a funny idea, you can get more than one laugh to reinforce that concept. And I think it happens to everybody. And then there's those people that just ask you, and you're like, how do you do that? Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't know. Yeah, I just say buddy. Yeah. Or, you know, or hey, you. I don't know. You know, I don't remember names. Yeah. That guy. This guy. This guy. You. It's almost like you could... um. Oh, and I lost it. I was thinking of, yeah, different names you call people. Um, oh, I lost it. I had an idea, and I lost it because I went this guy instead. If I remember, I'll, I'll message you. Okay. But it was, it was going to be a way of, like, maybe a new avenue through it. I mean, that, that's really why I ended up using the second 90 seconds instead of the first, was I wanted that joke. Mm-hmm. Because it, it went really well on that Zoom call, got a nice laugh, and I was like, "That's a great, the great way to end it is me calling him Buddy." Because I clearly, I didn't even have the confidence to ask him his name after he asked me mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which happens sometimes. Because if you don't immediately do it, and then if you do ask, it looks like you're only able to ask because they asked you, and it's this whole weird, awkward thing. And now you're losing confidence based on how confident they are. Is what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. And I just feel like, yeah. So, uh, so what, that, when you, when you, maybe, maybe I'll post the whole three minutes on the Facebook page or something. If people want to see it. Um, gosh, it's so funny. Yeah. You nailed it. Dang it. Oh, I hate, I, I miss that. It just went away. It went, woo. It's all good. You don't need my help. I mean, you have it clearly you have a killer set. Uh, I'll take anyone's help. Yeah. It was just, it was just such a, it's a funny thing of people. Let me see if I can talk through it. We were talking about, not remembering people's names, and then you called him Ace, and I was, and then we were like Buddy and this guy. Um, yeah, I don't remember it. I don't remember it. It'll pop into your brain as soon as you stop thinking about it. Yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of yeah. like when you forget a joke on stage, and as soon as you get off, then you're like, "Oh, that was it. That was the only one I wanted to do, and I forgot it." Yeah. What? And you'll never forget it again. That's a good point. <laughs> Well, you last time we interviewed, you were talking about like your jokes of uh, like your spreadsheet of jokes and all that. So I definitely recommend people go back and listen to your first interview. Mm. Um, but do I mean, is there any since you won last? Uh, is there anything, any like closing tips you have or things that you've been learning? Just I mean, you're putting in the work. I mean, people, people that are in the finals of this contest, it's not by accident. Like everyone you see in the finals every month, they're putting in the work. Not only in the mm. contest, but outside in the Zoom shows and in the Right Ten Club and more. So, like, what what have you been learning lately that's been helpful to you? Well, I think one of my biggest takeaways over the last three or four months is like, you know, um, because of the quarantine. And I mean, I was always writing every day, but now there's just more. You know, since you're not running out to shows and stuff, there's just more time to kind of write and work existing stuff. Is just to be to have some uh, some method to be organized as you go. Because you can get to a point where it's like you've written all these new ideas and you like them all. And you're, there's a recency bias in terms of which jokes you like the best. You always like the, the stuff that's working that you just wrote. Um, 
but like to be organized as you go. So you never get to a point. Like it's a nice problem to have to be like, I got too much stuff. What am I, you know? Um, but it can get overwhelming where you don't know what to work on. Yeah. And you don't know like what chunks do you have and how does it all fit together? So kind of keeping like a running document of like how much, like, whether it's, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes or an hour, like what's your best set at all those different time increments, like, and keep those sort of up to date as you produce new stuff and test it and try it. How do you organize it? Cause right, right now, I mean, you're, you're, you're like preaching to me right now because I've been doing like feedback mics and writing, but it's just a Google doc with a date mm. of when I performed and then like the feedback I got. And it's just like a running Google doc right now. And it is getting a bit, things are getting lost. Like you said, the recent right. bias. What's well, true. I mean, it's, I, I think it's, you got to figure out what works, what works for you. Like I, I tag my things with like the themes. Mm -hmm. Um, and Convent was actually an interesting one because it's sort of trans it's I was like, do I have a block of stuff on confidence or do I does it all get sliced up and put in different spots? Because it's it it sort of transcends its own um, theme. And what I mean by that is like I had some jokes about that I wrote on the about being confident or insecure that are about like growing up and it fits that stuff fits better with my growing up stuff or family stuff for some other jokes or, you know, work stuff. Like they all, they can go in any number of different places, mm -hmm. which is another thing is just to keep track of that kind of thing as you're going. So you always, cause I find like, I all, you always are at a show where like they tell you you're doing 15 minutes and they're like, oh, hey, can you do 20 or 25 instead? And you always say yes, because no, you never turn yeah. down stage time. Do it. Um, it's more like you got five and then they tell you you got 10 or whatever it is, but it, I remember my my material much better when it's all kind of blocked out by a theme. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to, I try to do that now a lot more as I go. Like, where does this stuff fit? And then going over it so that I have it kind of locked, locked in the brain and can actually deliver it. Well, how do you organize it? Like, what would you say? Oh, and Mitt said, Adam's dropping dimes here. Well, I like, yeah. I like have a different, I have a different like word file for every block. Oh, for every theme you're saying? For every theme. Yeah, different um, word file. Okay. So I have the word file, like, you know, it's called like family. And it's, you know, and when I write a new joke, I'll look at it and be like, okay, is this, is this about family or is it about something else? Where does it go? It could talk about my family, but it could really be about, you know, if it says about how I'm like, I'm making this up, but my family didn't want me to take this job. So is it a job joke or is it a family joke? Uh huh. I'll tag it with both, but I'll decide really what, which one it is and where it fits, which in some cases just depends on how it would flow with the existing material that talks about that stuff slotted in. And at the top of each file is like the running set of that theme. So if I open up family, there's, you know, eight minutes about my family. That's all, you know, if I was going to do eight minutes on family, that's what I do today. And then below it is all the stuff that's kind of in process or I'm working on or, you know, tag and then tags to test out with the, with the, the existing stuff that's, a, that's already been um, kind of honed a little bit and like nothing's ever done. And I'm constantly pulling pieces out of jokes that work and putting them in another joke. Cause I think it might work better mm -hmm. um, as you go, but just, constantly trying to keep all that up to date which is a task in and of itself and sort of impossible 
you're always a little bit behind, but that's okay. Yeah. It's, and I even about... consider, yeah, I consider like organizing part of writing. Like it's like, oh, yeah. some, sometimes we feel like, well, if I didn't write down and write material, I didn't work on my jokes. Like organizing could be what you do for that day. You know, like it, <laughs> there, it's, it's, it's over time. It's not like one session that's going to make or break. It's the small sessions over time that build up into the big difference, really. And you also, you find like the holes in a sense, like if mm. you're putting together stuff about growing up and you're organizing it and you realize, oh, it's interesting. I never talk about anything between the ages of 10 and 20. Like yeah. that's the, and then that puts that into your subconscious. And as you're going about your business of writing and thinking, your mind is churning. And all of a sudden you think of this, I, like something that happened to you when you were 14 and you're like, oh, that's perfect. Let me write about that because that, that will perfectly slot into this block of stuff and fill that hole and you would never have known the hole was there if you weren't sorting through everything and putting it together in a logical way oh man i love it i, I find that happens to me all the time yeah for, i mean like, even I really rehearsing you find like, news jokes oh, i cut you off there my friend i'm so sorry no sorry i missed i missed what you said what were you saying though no you first. i was just saying that happens to me all the time where i identify like oh i really love a good joke about this because it would fit so perfectly and you can't for you, you can you can you can use that the same way you use like a word of the day or a monthly theme write about it because mm -hmm. there's a joke about there is a joke about it that is funny it's just a matter of putting in the time and effort to find it and letting yep. your brain mull it over for a while yep preach 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 adam man it, it it's no surprise that you've won again just the amount of work you're doing dude it's 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 very inspiring and i'm so excited to see like your comedy continue to grow, man, because it it's we've, we've known each other a little while now. And it's it's your comedy has come so far in such a short amount of time. And it's because of the work you're doing. So thanks. Well, for I, what you're I, doing here. Here's something I never thought I'd say. Um, but uh, I'm preparing for the spring outdoor comedy season. Oh, right? fancy. Um, it's, in New York here, it's it's already kind of starting, even though it's still freezing. But um Everyone's going to be outside, so it starts. Oh, oh, very nice. That's good. Something to look forward to and prepare for. Mm. Well, where could people keep up with you and uh, what you have going on, my friend? Oh, so you could uh, my Instagram at Adam Mueller, but it's spelled Mueller. So if there's a, it's it's A D A M dot M U L L E R. And uh, YouTube, I have a YouTube station, Adam Mueller Comedy, and I YouTube try to post. YouTube station, post YouTube <laughs> channel. Oh shit, is that an old person thing? YouTube station. Yeah. Oh Every night no at words. Midnight, my YouTube station plays the national anthem and then goes grainy until five a.m. <laughs> and Buck Sweeney. <laughs> oh yeah, good old Buck Buck Sweeney and uh, Chester Fireside. New season of that's coming out soon. Oh, I love it. Get that stuff out. It's all goofy and fun. So funny. It fits you, dude. Like, your look in that character is so, like, go check out Adam's YouTube. It's so funny. And that's how you look in that character is just like perfect, dude. Oh, thanks. So I'm it's excited fun. to see what's fun to do. Yeah. They're very fun to do. <laughs> so, yeah. So go, go support Adam and what he's doing and reach out to him with any questions if you have as well. Um, cause we're all in this together, but Adam, hmm. another victory, my friend, I appreciate you and, uh, congrats, man. Hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for doing it. 
it's a lot of it's a lot of fun it's a great like so much of writing is about um having something to write for having a deadline and yeah. having accountability so this whole everything that's wrapped up in this the daily stuff the monthly stuff it's great Man, I appreciate you saying that, Adam. That's the whole goal, my friend. So let's. Did I say it right? That's what you told me to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was reading it off. That's why he has his glasses on, so he can read it. That uh, was totally spontaneous. I swear. <laughs> I appreciate the kind words there, Adam. Let's give him some love there. And uh, congrats, Adam. Way to go, buddy. And before you leave. All right. <laughs> yeah, Adam right. Mueller, everyone. Give him one for the road. And all right. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm going to say give him a... Okay. All right. Yeah. Adam Mueller. <laughs> Have a good day, buddy. I appreciate you. All right. You too. Take care. <laughs> there you have it, comics. Hot Breath is all about helping cultivate the next generation of great comics by giving you the tools and the network to become a professional comedian. And Adam is just one example of all the great comics in the Hot Breathiverse putting in that daily work. So join us in our free Facebook group where we do a daily writing club, feedback mics, and so much more. You'll see me in there, you'll see Adam in there, and so many other members of the Hot Breathiverse all around the world. And if you want to level up your writing, this contest is a great place to start. Join our Patreon. It challenges you to write new material every single month. And you might win 100 bucks. You get paid to get better at comedy. It doesn't get much better than that. And something I definitely wish I had when I started comedy 11 years ago. So anything I can do to help, don't hesitate to reach out on social media at Joel Byers Comedy or reach out on the Facebook group. I'm always in there hanging out as well. And the big fun news I kind of teased at the beginning is we are rebranding. Hot sisterin Martha Louise won our Patreon banner contest. So when you go join our Patreon, you'll see our new branding going on there. And I've started to release yet another example of our new branding over on our YouTube channel where I'm releasing comedy tips every single week from the Q&As I do in our Hot Breath Pro Comedian Incubator along with all the interviews we've done on the podcast. You'll start to see the new branding over there as we are gearing up for Right 10 Club number 365, which is going to be on March 18th. We've been doing that daily writing club almost a year. So I hope to see you in there. It's linked in the description of this episode. But keep grinding out there, comics. And I'll see you next Monday right here on... Oh, I almost forgot to thank my wife. Thank you, honey. I thank her at the end of all of these. Thank you to those of you that sit through all of the outro to hear this as well. I appreciate you holding me accountable. I thank her because she made the theme song. And uh, made the theme song, made me the man I am today, and made me say all that. So until next Monday, right here on Hot Breath. <sighs> <sighs> This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.